You're listening to the Ringside Podcast. Welcome to Ringside. The show that brings you all that is pro wrestling, news, interviews, and opinions. You know what? You know what? You just made the list. Really? With Daniel Spencer. The jabroni beaten. <laughs> Pie eaten. Jeremy Wallman. That I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And Justin Kruger. I make my own rules because it's much easier that way. And now let's ring the bell and start the show. Welcome to the Ringside Podcast. I'm Daniel Spencer. I'm Jeremy Wallman. I'm JK. Oh my God, here we go again with this. We actually have the real JK and not the wah, wah, wah JK from last week. But I had to play it with it, you know? I'm here to tell you all. Oh Lord. I hate you all. Uh, Well. Damn straight. uh, I listened to that last week's episode. I'm disappointed in y'all. Y'all, that was him. How, wait a minute. I mean, us. How yeah. are you disappointed in me? See, what do I, we do? I thought we were above slandering people on this podcast, man. N- not when they're not here. How was that a slander? I feel besmirched today. I feel on edge tonight. I like oh, that. Oh, Lord. Are you over the edge? I'm like at the edge of the cliff. Right now. Uh, well, I'm on yeah. the edge of my seat to get this started. So Just oh, yeah. like I was on Sunday night. Uh, I, th- I think, um, I don't know. I just hope this show is not rated R today. <sighs> so uh, anyways. Uh, we have we, gotta, ch- we have a children in the audience. So this is why we can't be rated R. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> there you go, Jeremy. That's for you. All right. So, um, guys, we got a lot to talk about. It's been amazing. Um, uh, um WB product. Sorry, excuse me. I just ate something and like got choked up. <laughs> Went to the wrong pipe. <laughs> yeah, I need to take this drink real quick. Uh, but uh, anyways, um, it's been a great week for wrestling yeah, overall. Well, yeah, overall, but definitely for I believe WWE is just like at least Raw, SmackDown, at least Raw's content to me has been flawless. Maybe I don't know about flawless, but it was pretty good. Oh, as, as was the weekend. I thought that that was supposed to be transitioned to the B show, but right now I'm just not seeing it. Mm. Especially with them bringing back Vic and uh, and Byron this week, mm. or not Vic? I'm sorry, Tom. Uh, Tom, Tom, and Tom and Byron. It don't it don't look like a it don't look like a B product to me. Is it Tom or they, Todd? They, they Tom. It's Tom Phillips. Oh, okay, okay. Listen, they didn't. Did bring... Jericho call him Todd all the time? I don't know. I, I, I think so. I, I get confused. They're the same guy. Yeah, it was either him or Mike Rome that he did that gag with. But um, it wasn't just Tom and Byron that they brought back, man. Well, uh, no, you're right. There's more they brought back, and we'll get to that in a moment. Um, but um, shout out to everybody listening to the last show and our uh, our first couple shows back since um, 2020 and season four. Um, 
Ringside Podcast is stronger, better than ever, and we are the official podcast of OVW. And, I'm not uh, pointing at a WrestleMania sign right now. No, you're not. You're not pointing at the OVW sign either. You're no. pointing at our sponsor, Colonel. Well, that's right. When you go to CollarNumberBrand.com, use promo code Ringside, you save 10%, and you help the Ringside Podcast out. So thanks, everyone, for listening and supporting and buying merchandise at Colonel using that promo code Ringside. Once again, store.CollarNumberBrand.com. Promo code, all capital letters, ringside, save 10% and get the best wrestling apparel there is today. I think going forward, I need to put a WrestleMania logo on one of these TVs. And every time we come down here to record, we just point at it. What's That's, the over-under on pointing this this right now? What's the over-under? Oh, gosh. I mean, at least two or three times an, an, an episode. I mean, I, uh, today's episode of The Bump featured... Uh, Drew McIntyre and Bubba Ray Dudley, and they both had to walk in and point to this. They had a WrestleMania sign in the office. Bubba Ray Dudley was on the yeah. show? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, well, him and Matt Camp used to do Busted Open together, and Matt Camp's the co-host of The Bump. So it made wow. sense. Uh, great show, by the way. If y'all are not watching The Bump in WWE backstage, then slap yourself. I get that backstage comes on late. Set your DVRs. Watch uh, the no, next day. By the way, it's uh, great. Set your DVR for backstage with an extra hour so yeah. you can get, catch the show. Because well, every last single night, time, it, last night was, it was perfect. I didn't have to set any. But last week, I only got to watch I, the first thirty minutes the of la, it. the last few weeks. Yeah, been that way. Yeah, because apparently the uh, the the Pac twelve uh, likes to have games on. Pac-12 uh, and the Big East have both had games on both weeks, and they've kind of run over. But Man, Daniel got ruined by Pac-12 after dark. I don't know if I should say ruined. Pac-12 after dark. There's a reason why it's got its own hashtag on social media everywhere. Well, it, um, I will say this. is um, it, It's more entertaining listening to – actually not. It's more annoying. I'd rather listen to Dickie V than Bill Walton any day. Just saying. Hey, now. Bill Walton, the greatest Portland Trailblazer of all time. I will not have slander on, the on court, this beautiful man. On the court. Off on the, the court, court, he sounds like a drunk hippie. But but I digress. Uh, Drew was so emotional today on the bump. He was so uh, – I can't – I'm not going to say too much because I'm sure we're going to focus on Drew here in a few minutes. But the pointing of the sign was something that he was really happy to do. And uh, he was just – he was just so – pumped about it so we, we finally willed it into existence jeremy well i mean i called him as the rumble winner this year and last year i don't know about this year. no he this year i did say i said my heart or my uh, which way it was it i said my head says roman reigns i said but my heart says drew mcintyre hmm i go back and listen yeah go back and listen and look i mean i'm if I didn't say it, that's what I meant to say no no i believe you 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 and i have been big drew mcintyre fans for the longest time I know last year for sure I called Drew McIntyre or Braun. I said Drew or Braun um, because Drew. I mean, but even today, again, if you haven't watched, go to YouTube, search uh, WWE, look for the bump. Even he said he wasn't ready. He's just so humble. He wasn't ready last time. I, last year I tried to tell you I got so humble. Uh, very gracious. Very gracious. Awesome. It just and they're they're working on a WWE chronicle of him right now. And they showed him after the rumble, him and Vince hugging, and Vince telling him it's it's WrestleMania season, it's go time. And Drew's like, it's effing go time. Let's do this. It, awesome, awesome stuff. I should they- I should say real quick. Um, last year I won the Reddit Rumble pool 
for the women. This year, my buddy Jason won the men's rumble pool. He got he drew number sixteen and got the fortunate Drew McIntyre in his pool. He drew number sixteen. Yep. Oh. No, I was looking more for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, um, the chick was in the mail on that one, but uh, as far as uh. You know, they had the pool. I had 14, so I had Braun Strowman, which was a legit. When he came out, I was like, oh, boy, this might be a chance. But Are we just um, – let's just jump right into the Royal Rumble. I had, by the way, I had 13 for my pool. Um, So you had um, – Keith Lee, right? Wasn't Keith Lee? Yeah, Keith, Keith Lee for the men. Uh, women, I don't remember. I didn't do the head, women's. I, I haven't But it was not Charlotte, I promise. Well, yeah. Charlotte was like 30, which or 29. Yeah, she was one of the last few. I don't remember exactly what number she was, but it was a solid, you know, and, and there's going to come a time where we stop saying stuff like this, like we're surprised. Uh, the women's rumble was solid. Uh, I don't, I haven't been disappointed yet by one of the, of the women. Well, this was the third one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've not been disappointed at all uh, in, in that match. I, I thought for sure. I mean, I know I said this on the show. Shayna Baszler was winning the Women's Rumble. She came close. Well, the thing about it is, they, uh, according to reports, and it, th- these aren't reports that, that we know to be true. This is just purely speculation. But Drew did confirm today that he was not told that he was going to win until about four hours before the show started. So as of Friday night, the winners were supposed to be Roman Reigns and Shayna Baszler. And because stuff was getting leaked out, I, Daniel, you shared a leaked sheet to us. Um, you knew it was fake, though. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you, you think it. You can think it's fake, and then it it ends ends up happening. I mean, stuff like that. I mean, the superstar shakeup was leaked, and it pretty much went pick for pick. And they tried to change a couple, uh, but but anyway, I digress on that as well. Um, and they said that that was that was supposed to be their symbolism to show everybody, look. These were the last. The two people that were supposed to win were, were the were number were the last ones eliminated for both match. So y'all can see that we're willing to make a change for the fans because, in the end, your main goal as a company is to le- let the customer go home happy. Nobody was going to be happy if Roman Reigns won. Um, I don't know anybody that would have been unhappy if Shayna won, but I think it was more so WWE trying to do what they've been doing lately and, and no pun intended, shocking the system and 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 flipping. You know they they've been doing a really good job at surprising us as of late. I kind of like the um, bait and hook that they've been doing with Roman Reigns in these Royal Rumbles because Roman, I believe, has eliminated the third place guy in each of the last three Rumbles that he's participated in. Crowd hates it. Crowd's like, "Oh crap, Roman's gonna win again." And then Randy Orton, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Drew McIntyre all eliminate Roman Reigns to win the Rumble, and the crowd loves it. All right. So, I have a good authority. I'm not saying that your information is false. I'm just thinking that's what's put out there. So, I think in your case, it's true based on what you've heard. But, you know. I'm just talking about what Drew Drew said on the bump today. So, what all Royal Rumbles... From what from from my good from my good authority, my my understanding as the way it's been for the for at least the last like many many years is a lot of times they have a this is the idea that they share. We're gonna have Roman Reigns win, blah blah blah. That's the idea. But truthfully, the real winner and everything doesn't get done until a couple hours before the show. So so 
really true. So, like I said, I think that's the kayfabe thing out there in case something gets leaked. Well, the problem with but, that, though, the po- problem behind that reasoning is, is like the last ten years, the the betting odd favorite has won the Royal Rumble. The what WWE has put out there, the the rumors well, that remember have, Vegas say, never loses. So right, so the circuit, the the stuff, the, the sites that I trust that have put these winners out, they've ended up being true. This is the first time, in, and I can't remember if ever that the people that they said were going to win didn't win. And I'm thrilled for it because I think it's got, I think wrestle. I, I may have to make a trip to mania this year. I think this has the potential to be one of the best WrestleManias ever just off the women's matches that are, that are being spec again, speculation. And we address speculation. We address facts. It but is do we want to see Becky and Charlotte again. It's not going to be here in an hour. And this is going to be on. So we got this recording, right? Yeah. Charlotte Flair is going to show up at NXT and challenge Rhea Ripley for WrestleMania in the NXT Women's Championship. Oh, NXT Championship. I'm sorry. The NXT Women's Championship. <laughs> I like how you corrected yourself. The NXT Women's Championship. Uh, I'm. I'm. We'll save that for later because that irritates the bleep out of me that Adam Cole is the NXT champion. Rhea Ripley's not the NXT champion. She's the NXT women's champion. Anyway, okay. Anyway. So but, uh, <clears throat> but and then you put Sasha versus Bailey on SmackDown for for that that's gonna be the feud there. And then on Raw, you're gonna see Becky talked about it Monday night. There's nobody on the roster that can beat me, can touch me. Shayna Baszler is going to show up, and that's who Becky's fighting at Mania. It's going to be Becky, Shayna. I'm going to cover that. Bayley. That's what I'm saying. Just off the three women's matches, it, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It is what it is. I'm just saying just from my mind's always working. And if if I'm going, if I'm thinking that they're going to do what they normally do, which is predictability, then um, I had different matches in mind. But then I'm like, you know what? They showed us at the Royal Rumble they are willing to let us expect the unexpected. Shout out to Big Brother. Um, and that's what I, that, that would completely throw everything off when Charlotte shows up in the NXT arena tonight and challenges Rhea Ripley. The dominoes start to fall. And then you got Edge Orton. You got Bray and Roman. You got Drew and Brock. The New Day versus Miz and Morrison. That right there is, and there'll probably be some sort of AOP versus Viking Raiders. I don't. I still am really not sure. Uh, Seth versus we KO the elimination chamber. We got to go through. Right. Well, yeah. Well, well we've got and we, and we got Super Showdown uh, elimination chamber. Called the Saudi show that's now had two dates changed. It's now the twenty seventh, not the twentieth. Well, they actually showed a, a graphic for it last night. It was, they said it was called Super Showdown. It is so twenty seventh. Yeah. yeah, it's the twenty seventh now. At the twentieth, we originally thought. I mean, we talked off off air, right, right. Um, right. But so, I, I just it's got the potential to be one of the best WrestleManias ever. I may have to go down for that. Uh, see how many entrances I can do at Access. That'll be fun. But man, it's it's a the Royal Rumble really changed my mind, it, and it makes me think this this thing that that the McMahon said at the beginning of last year that they were going to start listening to the people. I think they're finally starting to do that. Uh, that or just 
Paul Heyman is actually listening to the people I, when doing I don't disagree doing. with that at all. Because, you know, if you, but SmackDown still got some work to do. I love SmackDown. I love what's going on. But of course, it's a two hour show and a little yeah. easier to produce and mm-hmm. whatever. But, and there's some great storylines going on on there. What I do like about SmackDown is that your stories are blending, as we talked about before. Mm hmm. And Raw has a couple of those, but not too much. But but Raw's got so much good, compelling stories and, and going on that it's it's definitely up up not level of notch. But here's the thing: oh, let's go back. So yeah. the Royal Rumble. Um, I want to uh, all you IWC got people out there. I know a couple of you are a part of it. All you IWC people, like you're complaining about the Royal Rumble. I know. You're complaining about. You're complaining. Oh, I'm not complaining about nothing. No, no, no. I, was, I didn't say you. You're. you're I, well, I kind of did. You're yeah, complaining you did. about. I'm you're not. complaining about the. What the Brock Lesnar? It's just stupid. It was beautiful. It was great storytelling. I will be the first to sit here and tell you that at the beginning of the Royal Rumble. I was sitting here watching it with a bunch you were of my, whining. with a bunch of my no, I wasn't whining, but I was like, "Man, this sucks." Morrison didn't get to get his thing in he normally gets. Shelton didn't get to get his or not Shelton. Kofi Kofi didn't get to get his yeah. thing in. You thought Keith smart Lee. thing would have been to to keep. Well, no, I, I, I wasn't aggravated at that point. At that point, I was like, "All right, we're, things are about to pick up." I'll tell you that story here when I get to that part. But I'm like, man. Why didn't he just keep Shelton there with him to help him eliminate people as they came in? Would have been smart. Nobody would have. Nobody saw that coming. He eliminated, or well, they saw him eliminating Shelton coming. But it's like, man, that would have been good. And then I sent a DM to Steve when Braun Strowman came down the ring, and it was Brock, Braun, and Keith. And I was like, it's number fifteen, and the Royal Rumble has finally started. And then he eliminates those two. And Steve texts me back. He's like, did it really start? So as aggravated as I was at that point, by the end of the show, I understood why it happened. And I'm I'm willing to go on record and saying this was the best Royal Rumble in history. Okay. So because of the storytelling, you had to happen. Yeah. And you had, and the whole point of that first, the first fifteen guys be happening, or, or actually the fourteen guys, because the fifteen right. would have been Brock. So uh, the fourteen guys being like they were, is well, it, he eliminated thirteen. Well, what I mean, the first fourteen guys, Brock being number one, right. fourteen after him, and then Drew. Correct. So correct, that's why I'm correct, saying correct, like correct, that. Correct, correct, correct. So that happened the way it happened was for the simple fact that it. You didn't get to see Morrison do his thing. He just got back. First Royal Rumble back. Poop, he's out in a minute. You didn't get to see Kofi do his thing. You didn't get to see uh, all this stuff you didn't get to see do, do their thing. You're like, what is going on? But what happened was it made you mad at the stinking guy you're supposed to be right. mad at. And then when the payoff happens, boom, oh, snap. You're yeah, happy. Yeah, just the whole eliminations that Brock did, it just set Drew McIntyre up on a tee to hit yeah. the home run way out. And the most important part of all of that that people don't even realize, the most important thing was after he did it, what did Drew do? He stared him down. Yeah. That was the moment of the whole match, in my opinion. No, there's, there's one more moment better yeah. than that. But, yeah, just but, a little but, bit. Just a little bit better than that. 
I got a got an edge on it a little bit of that moment. So uh, yeah, but but <laughs> uh, but literally, like that moment was so important, so important storytelling that it led to when it happened, when it, when yeah. when, you, when there happened, you know it, why. When uh, Brock got eliminated with that Claymore, that was the most perfect Claymore I, I've ever seen. Yes, but what I was gonna say was. I thought this was going to be a stereotypical like Mad Brock segment where he comes back in the ring, smashes Drew McIntyre. Yeah. yeah. But I think him walking to the back actually made the moment better. Better, better. But also him, the reason why he didn't hop in the ring is because he, Drew stared him down. See, that's the point of the storytelling is that he stared him down. He's like, you're not going to come behind me and throw me out. You're out, buddy. I got your number. Look, so what are you going to do? And let's get yeah, Simba came back to reclaim Pride Rock in this segment. Let's give Brock a lot of he deserves a lot of credit for that Royal Rumble being. For me, it's it's that one in the 92 Rumble. Um I would put those two at, the, at my top. Let, but let's give Brock a lot of his facials. He was dancing let, at let some me, point. Let me tell you something about he, Brock Lester. He's one okay, of the greatest You go ahead workers. and give your point. Now I'll give mine again. He's one of the greatest workers ever. Period. <laughs> People want Brock is great. Brock is a he does what he's supposed to do. The reason why people don't like him is because he's Brock Lesnar. He has his own freaking locker room. I get, I've seen it personally. He has his own freaking locker room. I know it's annoying. I guess if you're if you've been working there, if you're AJ Styles and Brock, but Brock Lesnar is money. People still want to see him lose or win no matter what. He's he's he, he's a draw. Still to this day. Sorry, Jeremy. Go ahead with your All right, point. thanks. So he, he, he there's a point where he started. Uh, he was dancing in there. I forgot who he was dancing to, but he oh, was yeah, yeah. MVP. MVP. Yeah, he was dancing to him, and then Keith Lee got in the ring. And he's like, "Oh, you're a big old boy, aren't you?" Yeah. And he's like, well, he didn't say big old boy, but yeah, he did. No, he did say who's. He had but, a he had a great Instagram post, by the way. Keith Lee did about that, and then he was like, "Who's this big mother? Yeah, mother trucker?" And it's like. You know, and then Brock, just his facials. It, but I again, let's go ahead and give credit where credit is due. Drew Galloway is an OVW alum. Some of the stuff that he has learned, he learned there. Now, don't get me wrong. He he's not been in the WWE for a long time on the second stint yet. But the stuff that he learned while he was away in NWA um, and in other places, that's the you can credit all. the the fact he never gave up to the stuff that he learned when he first started out at Ohio Valley Wrestling, I believe. All I want to know, all I, all I want to say is, <clears throat> if if it, if, the, if the the way the page is being written, if he walks away champion after it, it, it Tampa, he has to right. I don't, you know, oh, I'm just saying, if he walks away as champion, uh, I'm so gonna say this he's not going to now. Then that means they need to fire Heath Heath Slater. Bring him back in two years. Send him overseas. <laughs> bring him back in two years because he's pretty much going to come back and win a title. But then 3MB, all three of them would have champions. Well, no. Then they would be 3MC. Three main event champions. Yeah. Uh, but uh, No, that was... <laughs> Dang it. I deserve that one no, every no, time I, I try to call myself. Right, we'll, we'll all right, thanks. We'll, we'll give a what, but Drew did let that tidbit out today. Uh, Jinder Mahal's ready, ready to go again. So we should be seeing him sometime soon. So, um, but no, uh, absolutely. This to me was one of the most perfect Royal Rumbles. And the women's, it, you're right. Women's was written. We haven't really talked much about that. We we hit on it real quick. But women's was great storytelling too. 
I mean, do we still call it the Women's Royal Rumble if we're not calling the NXT Women's Champion the NXT Women's Champion? Um, do we just call other, it the first the, Royal Rumble of the night? The female gender Royal Rumble. <sighs> the Nyla Rose Royal Rumble? Stop it. That, okay. That's terrible. That, that is objectively terrible. Um, by the way, uh, I don't know why you said that. It made me think of something else, <laughs> which made me think... Like, literally, you said that. It made me think of, of, of Bruce Jenner, and then that made me think of E-Channel, and that made me think of the Bella. So congratulations to the Bella Twins for both being pregnant. Uh, at the same time, yes, and, it um, was truly a uh, a a an achievement to to get pregnant. So congratulations! It was a really hard work for you. Anyways, um, uh, Bree on her second kid and just uh, ten days apart. Uh, uh, one of them is today. I don't know who which ones do, but then Nikki also is, uh, and it's just as exciting for her because I know it's something she's always wanted, and for uh, her to finally be in a relationship, engaged to be married, and now. Um, to have a baby, be a mother. I know I can't be more proud of for, more happy for. Her. If you watched, if you're a fan of Total Divas, Total Bellas, you know how much yeah, uh, yeah. this means to her. And then, she's and then wanted be, for a long time. We could never have. And then to be at the same time with her sister, it just shows that twins just it's just magical. I guess I don't know. They do everything. Twin together. magic. Yeah, they do. Well, I don't <laughs> well, think they do that together. <laughs> That'd be interesting. That'd be weird. All right. So, anyways, um, moving forward. Um, yeah. Uh, so, anyways. Uh, that like I said, that was a weird transition or weird how it got me there, but it got me there. All right, so um, yeah, now let's let's uh, you know in the overall pay per view. I mean, you had you had your matches, you had uh, you know your uh, Bailey and Lacey. You had that match. I thought it was a great match. I thought it. I thought the way it was presented and ended was well. Um, you, know, you had Becky and Oscar. I thought that was done well with the with the mist and everything being you. I, I mean, I, I, I'm I was a fan of it. I like to respect thing at the end that she was kind of like you got my respect um you know and you gave a hard fight and you almost got me but you didn't i mean all that's great like i i loved um all of that um storytelling they did there um but the royal rumble um you know one of the one of the things that i could not believe and i believe they were number 22 am i mistaken 21 21 21 is, is when yeah they were 21 is when you know, <clears throat> it wasn't a surprise though. That's the thing about it. I mean, it's been no. We all knew he he was going to be there. Still, it's you. You didn't eat goose. You didn't like. I can tell you, I did not believe he was going to come. I didn't either. How did you? It's been like a very very care. known. They can, but they Listen, can say it can be a rumor. Over. How many times is CM Punk supposed to be showing up? I've not heard that one time. I've heard that every year. You're, yeah, but stop listening to JK. Uh, the thing about it is. Was I surprised he was there? Not even an iota. I was not surprised at all. We talked about it last week. Okay. We were going to get to see Edge. Uh, but when I saw the look on his face when he came out, raw, that raw gave motion. me goosebumps. Raw motion. The fact that he couldn't believe he was out there again. He couldn't believe that the fans still loved him as much as they did. Whatever he was, I can't say what he was feeling and thinking, but that's what that look was. It was like. We'll find out on that oh my God. series they're building on him. But yeah. Oh, my God. I'm here, yeah. so it, that was awesome. That gave me goosebumps. Him being there, I, I we all speculated last week that he would be there. We would see Keith Lee. Those were both really the two. never in a million years did I think we'd see MVP back. Well, that was here's a the thing surprise. about Edge. I mean, we can all say yeah, he'll show up in the Royal Rumble, but a three year new deal to have you know, you know what I mean? Like, well, that, the last time he he made his 
his uh, return at the Royal Rumble, he was uh, he was coming back from an injury. Was the Royal Rumble in 2010 that I attended? There had been no chatter of Edge until we got down there to Atlanta, and when we checked into our hotel, we heard this group of guys saying, "Oh, I saw Edge last night at the airport." But that that was that was a I hate that kind of stuff because that ruins the surprise. But but I have only heard of Edge returning twice, and he's returned both times. I've never heard it speculated that he was going to return to him not show up. But again, when I saw the look on his face, that made it worth it for me. And then, um, you know, the, the, just the showing he did, I loved how him and Randy Orton teamed up because that was needed to be happen for what was coming up and, um, and all, and just everything. Um, you know, it was, and he, he, the only thing that I'm mad about is I can't believe the guy in the truck missed the spot, missed yeah. the very first spear. Although it is out there now on WB.com and everywhere. Different angles. Yeah. yeah but uh, are you really surprised after they missed AJ Styles a couple years ago when he debuted? Are you really surprised? When did they miss AJ Styles? They like they like screwed up the camera. Like it, I think it was like primarily focused on Roman Reigns, and it didn't show AJ at first when he came out. Well, that was by design. They played his music. They didn't want nobody to know who it was. And then the camera pans to the Titan Tron as yeah, soon as it goes. By, I would say that was phenomenal. By yeah, that was by design. And then everybody, pop, yeah, that was. Absolutely. I, I respectfully disagree. Well, then no, you're respectfully yeah. incorrect. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, I, respectfully. I, that was per, that was done on purpose. Uh, but because but nobody last, had heard AJ's music before, they didn't want it to be known until he walked out. The first spear was now, you know, it's just because they, they were the fans were and I get it. They were one. Look at these fans reactions. Let's show them. But, you know, at least get one spear, yeah, then do yeah. it. The second spear you could have missed. But, but although both of them, I mean, you had time to pan and come back as he, 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 you know, shot off the ropes. But anyway, speaking of AJ too, real quick, man, uh, prayers up. Shout out for a speedy recovery. When he, when he got speared by edge, man, and, and you watched it back. I, I've watched it th- the rumble three times now. Including live, and just to see the way that that AJ landed on his shoulder, you could tell immediately uh, that something was wrong. And you know, you, you see stuff happen in wrestling. You're like, oh, that had to hurt, even though you don't think anything's wrong. And then about a minute later, I I noticed, oh man, he's still on the ground over here. The medical at- attention was all around him. I was like, y'all, there's something wrong with AJ. So hopefully, uh, here's the speedy recovery to you. And then apparently, Joe got injured Monday night as well. Got a concussion. So hopefully y'all both get back in time for WrestleMania season. I think Joe probably will. I don't think AJ's going to be that lucky. Um, well, I guess we'll see on that. Um, maybe that was why they shifted the story uh, for Randy, because I think it was supposed to be Randy's and still with AJ, but but I think AJ nah. and Randy's a better story. Anyways. No, Randy and I, AJ I, wrestled last year at Mania. Yeah, they People did. forget that. No, no, I'm willing to you? believe, regardless of whether or not AJ Styles was injured, that Randy versus Edge was going to be the match that they set up. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but they didn't have like a big one-on-one feud while Edge was in his prime, right? Um, I honestly don't remember. All I know is that that the the storytelling at the very end segment of Monday Night Raw, you have got... If you're in the indie scene, guys, you're out there listening, anybody's wanting to learn crafts, go back and watch The Psychology of Randy and Edge. Watch every bit of it. Pay attention. Pay attention to what they're telling you. They're telling you a story. That was an Academy Award performance. The callbacks were extraordinary. <clears throat> yes. So many callbacks. So many things. 
it's so that dude that match should main event WrestleMania. Randy is I'm saying that right now. That match can and should main event WrestleMania. I don't think it should, but I I definitely think it should probably be like the second to last match. If anything, here's here's my two things on it. Number one, I don't know if they're gonna follow through on this, but that should be Edge's first singles match. He shouldn't have a singles match on Raw on a pay per view up until WrestleMania. Well, and the way- I don't think he, with the limited amount of dates he signed for, uh, I was reading his contract earlier. I don't think we see him on TV for a few weeks. I think he's he's gone hey, for a few. weeks. I wanted to believe that and he should be correct. From what happened? Absolutely. Oh yeah. So uh, I, uh, I, I'm telling you, man. And so Randy he, is the perfect guy for Edge to come back and work with. Randy's he's, one, Randy, he's reliable. He's fantastic. Randy's the perfect guy for anybody to work with. He's like one of the most. He's the. He's probably okay. <clears throat> you can ask some of the. You ask Michaels. You ask Cena. You ask. Um, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of some of the H. You talk. You guys, Jericho. Some of these greatest workers in the last five, six years, or ten years or longer. You ask these guys; they're going to all talk about Randy being the the best to work with in the ring and one of their favorite people. And Edge said it so many times on his podcast with Christian um, that uh, he loved working with Randy. Even when Randy was on the show, like it was so here, like their chemistry too. Like hearing them talk about it, like you can tell he loves working with Randy. And that was by far. And everyone always puts over Randy. When they talk about Randy, Randy, Randy. So, yeah. Randy's probably, I would say, one of the best all around. If you had to ask me who's the most complete wrestler in WWE, I would I would, I would, would say right off the top of my head, Randy Orton. I would listen to any argument. Uh, he's one of those guys, I feel like, that whoever's in the ring with him, he makes them better. You got your guys that are great 100%. wrestlers. 100%. Sean is the same way. Yeah. You got your guys that are great wrestlers. You got your guys that are great takers yep. and you got your guys very rare that can do both and he's one of those guys that can not only lead a match but he can follow and he he just he makes everybody in the you're, ring better with 100 yeah you're absolutely right that he has like everything that you ask for in a professional wrestler i mean he's great in the ring he's always been a great promo he has the look and he's got the pedigree with his you know, third generation background with Cowboy Bob Orton, Bob Orton Sr. And now he's got almost 20 years of experience. He's also an OVW alum. He is. I'm going to shout him out every time. Y'all know how much I love OVW. But yeah, we, uh, back to what you're saying. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just wanted to point to the sign again. I don't know. I, I mean, what I said just wraps it up basically. Okay, like he, okay. he's just all around such a phenomenal talent. And, I, you know, it's kind of weird that we don't talk about it enough. Like we were always talking about like Kenny Omega, AJ Styles, Kazuchika Okada, but Randy honestly should probably be up there in some ways. Honestly, by now, and and I know we've talked about this on the show before. Randy has always been so uh and that's probably why he's so highly regarded in the industry because have y'all noticed like he's probably only had one like one heavyweight title run in the last 4 or 5 years. I don't know the exact specifics of it, but if he would have kept winning titles at the same clip that he did when he started, he'd be a 22-time world heavyweight champion by now. Well, but he kind of put himself on the back burner for the benefit of the of the business, and he, you know, he's not afraid. He's also we talked earlier 
about how he's a five tool player. He's a complete he's a complete wrestler. He's not afraid to put somebody over either. Like that's not he's that's he's not too good for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, after this edge feud, I don't know how long it will go, but he would also be a great like first challenger for Drew McIntyre if he wins the title at Mania, which I honestly think he will. He should, but that don't mean as soon as it's just so so iffy with WWE. The second they catch wind that everybody's like, "Oh my God, Drew's going to win the title at WrestleMania," they'll switch it up and he won't. Well, they have to follow up on you know Drew eliminating Brock, winning the Rumble because if he doesn't win the title, then it just feels the moment itself feels underwhelming in retrospect. Right. So you know one of the things that I we were saying there is that I think the reason they're doing it this way is they got to build a star and that's what's going to happen. And I believe I, 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 it, they're going to look, I know we don't like your right predictability. They might switch it up, but at the same time, it's okay to have something predictable. It's okay. It doesn't mean that you don't know how you, they can still get us there in a way. We don't think you're going to get us there. You know what I mean? Like you may say, Oh, he's going to get, but watching the watching the, the the destination to that, I should say, or the journey to the destination. Sorry, you know the destination. Let's watch the journey and see how they do the journey. That would make it, you know, different and make it appealing to make it fun. You know, because the outcome's the outcome. You know, we we and we know it probably is going to be. We want it to be that way. It probably needs to be that way. But let's enjoy the the journey and see how they yeah. do it. And the and journey got off to a great start on Monday night. It did. It got the off road to, a great to WrestleMania start. is in full effect, and I'm loving it. So I can't wait to see. Uh, I'm excited for NXT tonight. By the time y'all hear th- y'all hear this, it will already be done, uh, and I will already. Uh, do we get to find? I think we get to find out who Adam Cole's challenger for Takeover Portland is tonight as well. So I- I'm jacked. I'm jacked to see SmackDown Friday night. Um, I'm ready for WrestleMania season. I- I'm so ready for it that I'm contemplating changing my spring break plans so that I can hit WrestleMania up at the end of that week. So uh, one of the things that I will say is that the only thing I'm still concerned and, and, and wondering what they're going to do, and maybe we kind of see where they're going, but you know Bray Wyatt and the, what's going to happen with him and his feud and what's there, that's the only thing that I'm still unsure I'm not. It's gonna be Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. That's that's the end, that's the end destination, and uh, I'm not sure. I, it's one of those things where I, th- I I don't even think that's something we find out right away. Now, as soon as I say that, it'll come out Friday night. I, but I do think the way they've been doing it the last few years doesn't the winner of the Elimination Chamber um, win the other WrestleMania title slot? It just depends. You know, on how I think that's last, the way they did last well, year. A couple of years ago, they they put the title on Orton, and then Bray took it or whatever. Well, Bray put the title on Bray, and then Orton took it at WrestleMania. So I mean, because Orton won the, t- the Royal Rumble, so right. But I think the way that it's been the last few years, and again, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, whichever brand didn't win Royal Rumble, the opposite brand's Elimination Chamber has been for the number one contender slot. Yeah, you uh, got that right. Okay. Thank you, Stat Boy. 
that man. But there's also the Saudi show and that Saudi show. There's not going to be anything. Yeah. I was talking about that with my friend. The Saudi shows we officially don't consider them canon in the WWE universe. No, that's that, there's going to be nothing considerable amount from the Saudi shows. Um, I fully expect. Yeah, we we've already set our piece on the Saudi show, and that should be it. Yeah, I think Roman Reigns wins the Elimination Chamber. I think we see a little bit more, especially since the, and again, all speculation, but that's what we're here for. We're here to, we talk facts, we talk speculation, it's fun, that's what we're here to do is talk about wrestling, but the speculation is, it's going to be Bray Wyatt versus Kane at the Saudi show. Makes It makes sense because a lot of the wrestlers don't want to go back to Saudi Arabia after the last trip there, um, and to bring in somebody like Kane, that makes sense. And it would also make sense in the fact that they're not going to name Roman the, the the WrestleMania challenger until after he wins Elimination Chamber. So, I mean, I wouldn't mind Roman versus the Fiend. No, I think the Fiend beats him too. I don't think I don't, at the end no, of the, the night the Fiend's reign has got to go like long. Well, I want it to go long, but I feel like if he beats Roman at WrestleMania, Roman finally defeats him at SummerSlam. That's the early returns from my mind. I mean, if if you lay it out like that, I would be okay with it. Yeah. That's sort of what I they did with I would be okay up. with Roman Reigns winning at SummerSlam. I'm being very progressive. WWE did their job. When they took him out of the main event picture, put him in the mid-card picture, that was to get him out of the mind of people like uh, like me who was, like tired, who was tired of having him shoved down, just like the Cena effect. If they... The time they put Cena, in, my favorite John Cena time in recent memory was when they gave him the U.S. Championship and let him do those open challenges. Then when he started challenging for the heavyweight title again, I I, I was I was okay with it. First off, I'm proud that you're being pr- pragmatic for a change. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying. Twenty is different. But that's what um, me and Daniel are agreeing in 2020. It's pretty scary, but I'm willing to keep doing it. But um. That's sort of what they did with Roman Reigns with Brock Lesnar. He didn't win at WrestleMania despite mm-hmm. everybody believing that Roman was going to be getting his crowning moment at WrestleMania. Sort of pulled it for a few months, let it come back at SummerSlam, and then Roman got his moment. Yeah. I, I just don't understand your, your, your take on Roman. I just don't. You don't understand that I don't like him? I'm not gonna like everybody who's a wrestler. No, no, no that's not what I'm talking. Never mind. I didn't like Bray Wyatt, but then one day he changed the gimmick and had a different character of the story. Now, now, well, Roman hasn't changed his gimmick. He's the guy that never loses. That's the same gimmick he said. That's why people he just lost the Royal Rumble. That's not a one. He didn't. It's not gonna go down as an L in his record. He won. Actually, he won at the Royal Rumble. The, the second that he beat, I fully expected Corbin to win, and then Roman to me. That meant Roman was winning the Rumble. But when Roman won, I turned to uh, our guy, Ricky Chevy, he came over, unfortunately. And um, I turned to him. I said, oh, my God, Roman's not going to win the Rumble tonight. Well, how, how do you know that? I'm Ricky Chevy. I was like, well, because they wouldn't let him win his match and win the Rumble. Hmm. Okay. And okay. then when he was one of the last few people and I turned – and I have the proof. I can show you. The second that Drew eliminated Brock, I texted Steve and said, Drew's winning this Rumble. He said, how do you know? I said, well, because that moment that we talked about earlier with him and Brock, I said, that's too big of a moment to waste on somebody who's not going to win. 
And they already let Roman reign. At that point, I was already analyzing everything that was going on. I was like, well, well Roman won earlier. He's not I, winning this match. I disagree there. Only because well, that, You can't disagree with my thought process no, no, because no, I, I thought it. No, no, no. I disagree. I disagree with where, where you your comment is you guarantee he was going to win because of that moment. Because that moment still could have got their match at WrestleMania. I mean, he won, though. No, no, no. But a SmackDown. If Roman won, he's a SmackDown guy. He would have went after Bray, and then there you go. So it would have, it would have, it then, would not have meant as much. That moment would not have meant as no, no, much without him winning the rumble. No, necessarily because then Brock could have been like, they could have Paul could have brought him out. You eliminated him, blah, 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 and then there, okay. So match. imagine that it went, it went down that way. Would that have meant more than the way it went down? That moment still would have meant no, no, something no, no matter what. I'm asking what. you. I'm asking you what excites you more as a fan: Drew winning it and Roman having to go and, and earn his way. Or if Roman would have won it, and then Drew would have had okay. to find his way. That, that's that that that's not meaning what I'm saying. You're you're twisting. You're turning into something. No, else. I'm asking you a question. No. Which Drew, way it would have meant? Drew more? winning it means more for right. Drew winning it. But what I'm stating is that moment that was still important still would have set up that match, even if Drew wasn't the winner. Only if though a SmackDown guy won. If a Raw guy won, then it would have been a whole new different world. I'm just saying my thought process was correct throughout the throughout the uh, the rumble, and I've got proof. Like I said, I can show you the text. You so. got proof of your thoughts? Yeah. No, I mean I, I verbalized my thoughts, and there were people that were here that could confirm that I said. Okay, sure. All these people are always here, always could hear, always could uh, confirm, but yet they've never come on and confirm. I'm just saying. Listen, I knew <laughs> such a lie. I knew as soon as Roman eliminated Edge. I knew that Drew was going to win. And I know it's easy to say considering it's down to the final two, but like I said earlier, that's what has happened to Roman Reigns in the last three Royal Rumbles. He's got down to the final three. He's eliminated a fan favorite to get yeah. down to the final two. People hate it because they're like, oh, geez, Roman's going to win again. He's going to, they're pushing the big guy yet again. And then they have somebody else win the Rumble. Crowd pops, crowd loves it. They pop for Shinsuke in Philly. They pop for Randy Orton in uh, where where they hold, I don't know. But and then they pop for Drew at Minute Maid Park. So what are the th- uh, it's kind of when Randy of- Orton won last year? That was uh, Diamondback Stadium, correct? No, twenty nineteen. That was Seth Rollins. So when did, when did Randy win it? Seventeen. Oh, okay, my bad. Because eighteen was um, Shinsuke. Shinsuke, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think 17 was the one in the, um, San Antonio, right? The one with Goldberg and Taker in it? I don't know. Uh, anyways, um, on with the uh, another storyline that I think is interesting on SmackDown. It's Otis and Mandy. Um, the greatest romance story on television I right love now. The, I love the response in the Women's Royal Rumble. Uh, it was really good. Unbelievable. Or the, I'm sorry, the, the, the female gender Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What are we calling it now? <laughs> Royal Rumble number one of the night. Yeah, the first the first Royal Rumble match. All night. right, Philly Philly was Royal uh, was was thirty one, which was Shinsuke. No, Philly was uh, Philly was was Shinsuke. Oh, they went back to Philly because Philly and, also won with and Randy Roman. won in that's San Antonio. Yeah, Ro- that's what he said. Roman also won in. Uh, we were only questioning where Orton's Royal Rumble win right. was. Roman won in Philly. Right, Roman won. Triple H won in Orlando. Right, Randy won in San Antonio. Shinsuke won in Philly. Oh yeah, Seth won in Chase Field, and then Drew won this year in Houston. Yeah, they went back to Philly like too quick. I thought, Um, but Philly's a good crowd though. 
that's that Royal Rumble. That's gonna be. I, I feel like way, it's gonna be in baseball stadiums from now on. I like it. I What's like wrong with it. that? Uh, yeah, they're doing that now. But also the the bad thing about I, I learned this that the reason why they had Royal Rumble in Houston, but they had SmackDown in Tech in Dallas and uh, Raw in San Antonio is that the Texas is actually the entire area a bad draw for wrestling, so they can't do the multiple nights like that. I can see that. I was going to disagree, but then I realized that they held Worlds Collide the night before at the Toyota Center, which, I mean, you could consider like a network special. It's not TV. By the way, Worlds Collide was fantastic. Loved it. NXT. I'm sorry. NXT's doing pretty good. Better than, still better than AEW, although. Yeah, I I still don't disagree with you, but man, what a a week on the Jericho Cruise. That venue is very special. That, yes, and, um, you know, I mean, Jericho jokingly jokingly said something about it, and you know, but he's true, man. I mean, look, the guy shows up, has his own cruise. He's a champion of the promotion. You know, the crowd there. sings the crowd, his, his theme, theme song. song. Who, who, who's who's he wrote with his rock band? Who's also his wrestling theme song? And they're they're chanting. The music stops, and they're still singing along. I ain't gonna lie, I would have been in the crowd. I, was, I love that song. I love Judas. Judas is a great song. So I would have been jamming to it too. We played it on the show before many times. Right, right. You know, we love we we love some Jericho. Well, at least I love some Jericho. I think JK does too. I know you're not a fan. Who says I'm not a fan? I could have swore you said that he's not he's not one of your favorite wrestlers. No, I've never said that. Oh, my bad. Um, maybe maybe I was just because you don't like Tr- Roman. Trust me, I would never make fun of your your boyfriend like that. Who's like my, who? What? My boyfriend, Chris. What are you talking about? Like you, that's your man crush, wrestling man crush is Chris. Mm-mm. It's got to, it's not, you have a different one? Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, All I know is I've seen a thousand pictures with you doing the, the Daniel Spencer next to Chris Jericho more than anybody else. So I just figured. I've met him a lot more than anybody right. else. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Well, I mean, who'd you not meet more than anybody else if it wasn't your favorite? Well, that doesn't mean he's because maybe I, he's more accessible to you here. Yeah, he, he's more. Okay. He's, he's fair he, enough. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, there's actually quite a few people I've probably met more. It's just I just don't take pictures with them. Um, anyways, um, <laughs> so uh, are we going to even talk about anything else? Like, uh, do we need to? I mean, I guess we, we kind of went over everything. Uh, ring, uh, not Ring of Honor. Um, NWA had their big pay per view, and it was a. Fa- if you if you're if you haven't watched that yet, uh, go. You can get that on YouTube. That that weekly product continues to be just. It's a throwback. Sean Mooney started for the promotion this week. I saw that. Um, it, it, you're not awesome. even talking about the biggest return that NWA ever had. Big Papa Pump came back. Yeah, because I'm not a huge. Fan oh, of Big Papa Pump. Also, but, a shout out to we talked about Edge, but shout out to his wife Beth Phoenix. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. You know she killed it in that Women's Royal Rumble. Double tough individual in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. They both of them like outshined everybody. It was crazy. <laughs> they really did. And one of them even got a shiner or a blood, blood color. At first, I wasn't even sure who was it, who it was in the ring. I was like, "Who's that with the half red hair?" And I'm like, "Oh dear God." Yeah. <laughs> that that's Beth. What was funny was you would think it would have been better. I mean, I mean, not not that anybody needs a needs a cut from the head, but 
it would have it would have been perfect if Charlotte was the one that did it because it would just match Flair, her dad. You know, always right. bust the head. So turning that blonde hair red. A family tradition unlike any other. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. All right. Uh, oh, that was our Sorry, there you go, Jimmy. There you go. I deserve that. All right. So, um, yeah, I mean, well, I guess we can talk about the, since we are the official podcast of OVW, oh, yeah. we can talk about OVW's uh, um, shows, how they've been, you know, we got the, at uh, this airs, the Saturday Night Special, but we're leading up to the big shows with Impact, um, you know, and, and all the, the stuff that's happening. But, man, I mean, I know I'm, I know I'm, I know we're a little biased, at least I am, because I'm a, I'm I'm a, I'm a part of the OWE staff and talent, um, and and everything. But honestly, though, I mean, I got to say it's it's it, it hasn't been bad bad TV at all. Bad shows. Shout out to my guys, the LOB. Still, probably, I'm going to go on record as saying they're the the, the greatest OVW faction of all time, just ahead of the Muscagney family and the Muscagney family. I, I that was Marcus Anthony. Rudy Switchblade, um, Rob Terry, oh, who am I forget? Marcus Anthony. That was a really good faction. This one here um, is the maybe I'll say the greatest one since that faction. But they're really one A and one B to me. Shout out to all those guys: uh, Cash Flow, Big Zoe, uh, Jay Bradley. Uh, why, why am I? Why am I? Why am I blanking? Oh, uh, Isaiah. Josh Ashcraft, did I forget anybody? I couldn't. I didn't forget anybody, did I? That's the whole effing show right there. Um, shout out to those guys. I appreciate what they do. And and Hollywood Justin Smooth, huge fan. The Hammer Randall Floyd. I love everything that's going on right now at OVW. The Hammer got hammered though this week. Yeah, he did. He did. So we'll see what happens. He's probably going to be out for a couple of weeks. So we'll see what happens when he uh, comes back. Maybe he'll come back. Um, don't hurt him hammer don't hurt him is that what they say i hope yeah. actually hammer does hurt him i don't know but i would have said i would have been like when Sue's dustin pulled out that hammer i've been like stop can't touch this <laughs> that's what i want to then no the other one. Oh, this one yeah i deserve that <laughs> let's go oh man all right anyways um <laughs> Guys, I guess that's uh, that's the that's the end of the show. We might as well end it right there. I'm sure everybody's like, "Thank goodness, that's the end." What in the <laughs> what in the name of baby Jesus was that? I don't know. I just felt like I needed to play it. But anyways, guys, thanks for listening. To, uh, that's to the, the show. new like lead into the pipe bomb. It's like now we're no 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 now it's uh, your this is awesome moment of the night. Brought to you by. 106 and park. <laughs> oh, Lord. Guys, anyways, thanks for listening to the show, guys. As always, you can get us all on the Podcast Avenues, uh, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio app, Apple Podcasts. Uh, you know, just go to ringstoppodcast.com. I mean, Spotify. I, I don't know. I've named them. I, 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 keep, I keep naming them, and then sometimes I go in alphabetical order. Sometimes I go in out, out of order. I don't know what I'm doing. Just anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can get it. But also, also, you can get us all on the Barn Burner Network app. That's right, guys. Barn Burner Network. Shout out to those guys. We air on the Fired Up series once a week. We're there. You can stream it live or download it on the on demand. So over 114 platforms. So pretty much, if you have the platform, 
we are on it. You just got to search either Ringside Podcast Barn Burner or just Ringside Podcast, and you will find us there with the logo. Where we are there, we are we are strong and steady and phenomenal, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> right. You can get us on the social media, either Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebook at Ringside Podcast, and individually on Twitter. I'm at Daniel Spencer. I'm at Jeremy underscore CSC. At Cougar Mania. No, actually, you know what I'm doing with there? Applause. He brought back the brother. He brought back the brother. That's money. I I miss his his pre his pre show uh ultra. (laughs) That was accident. What the hell? That was accident. So much. That was accident. (laughs) Not really. Was Uh, it? (laughs) It was not an accident. Oh yeah. Um, anyways, uh, so guys, but once again, man, we appreciate everything out there. We got some big things coming up. We got a couple of guests we've lined up. I know we talked to BTs the last time. We can't say it just yet because we just don't, we, we kind of fit. We don't know what show it's going to air yet. So I'm afraid to like say it and then it, and then next week is not it. Right. After that. So, um, so anyways, it's, it's coming up soon. Um, a couple of big things happening. OVW's got big announcements going to come soon. You bet your bottom dollar, Ringside Podcast will be right there with all the news, and we'll release it out to let you know what that is. Um, and um, you know, it's uh, it's pretty awesome, pretty exciting. I'm excited for the road to WrestleMania. I'll be in Tampa. We, and it sounds like you'll probably be in Tampa. JK, you going to be in Tampa? Uh, to be determined, I guess. Uh, looks like Ringside Podcast is going to be sh- going to be in Tampa. Well represented as always, wherever. I mean, you you went to Mania last year, right? Yeah. Did you go? No. Why did I think you went to? He went to the 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 Markout show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I would have. I t- for the record, I almost went to that show too. It's just I decided not to. Um, Good decision. Uh, actually, I I I, I could have been okay with that. I just it's just that show would have been fine. It's just the dynamite has, but dynamite's getting better. Dynamite's it really better. is. It is. It's There's getting, more storylines. That, that's been my only problem with it, other than the fact that everybody's in a faction, and there's been no storylines just wrestling. Like you need storylines in wrestling, and yeah. now they're starting to do that a little more. So you know, I'm, I'm all for you know, it. And I'm disappointed. I'm all in. I'm disappointed. <laughs> Double I'm dis- or nothing. I'm disappointed that um, you know the the Shivani Ross. You know, I'm disappointed that they don't because it's called Dynamite and it's on TNT. They don't use a lot of like explosion and bomb references. They they really should. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, it should be like this show is the bomb right here on Dynamite. This is the greatest night in the history of our sport. <laughs> I'm waiting for Tony to say that, man. I'm so waiting for Shivani to throw that out there one night. I mean, man, a couple he, weeks ago, he's going to say either tonight when Cody takes those ten lashes, or he's going to say it when they're at Atlanta and they're doing the um, cage match with Cody and Wardlow. It, it's got to be one of those two, right? I don't know, or maybe he'll just save it for Revolution in uh, in Chicago. We have to have the, the announced team has to be uh, remodeled at some point. It's just it's. By the way, I we'll will say, say this. I will time. say this. We've I, already wrapped I, I the show it. up and we've went. No, I know. I know. I will, we'll say this. A couple of weeks ago, I told Byron Saxon, I said, dude, you got to get back on TV. He goes, I am on TV. I'm on Hulu. I was like, I know, but you got to get back on Raw. I'm just happy two weeks later. 
he's back on Raw. So I don't know if he like listened to me and went and, got, and went and politic to get back on Raw. But I'm so happy no, to dude, see that's him back just, on Raw. That's the ringside podcast effect. It probably is. I'm so happy to see him back on Raw, and I love that that Tom's back for real. I mean, Vic Vic was okay. I think it, Byron and Jerry Lawler with Vic would have been fine. But I love that Tom back in that row. I just think it just it it feels right yeah i agree with you wholeheartedly no offense to vic and what he did he did a great job when he was there no doubt but it just feels right i think vic was screwed off the jump when they put him with dio oh gosh no offense to him but that just <laughs> well i didn't say it but and thanks for listening guys and as always in the meantime in between time until next time you can catch us ringside see ya